Hello and welcome to Lifetime in Court, the podcast where we discuss your favorite made-for-TV movies. Whether you love to hate watch or hate yourself for loving them, pour up a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I'm your host, Patrick Serrano, and my guests today are... I'm Drew Current. I'm Carmen Clark. Yay! 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 Was I supposed to yay there? <laughs> you guys didn't tell me that. No, there's can, no. It's not a yay. mandatory yay. You can uh, yay or not. Okay, yay. yay! You're drinking rosé, and that's what's mandatory. Um, yes, it is mandatory. I do not drink very often anymore, but I'm doing the rosé for you know the pod. Mm-hmm. Got to do it exactly. Yeah. Um, well, welcome. So, uh, Carmen is my ve- my oldest friend. I'd say. I think that, that is not true. No. <laughs> well. Okay. Yeah, My- you have older friends. You have Lauren. Yeah, but Lauren, that's it. This is the second time this week that Lauren's been brought up on the podcast. Okay, so, well, hey, saying, Lauren, missed you. you know, that's offensive to Lauren to say that I'm your oldest friend. You're right. Well, you're my oldest friend in, in this room. Yes, that lives in Chicago. True. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. And like my only friend from high school, probably. Okay, yeah, that's well, true. Well, I mean, if anybody from high school is listening... Hey, uh, hey, Moco, hey, what's up? Blake, Blake, Blake High School. Yeah. Uh, hey. What's up, Blake High School? <laughs> what's, up? Um, what's up? Today, oh, wait, uh, Carmen, I was supposed to introduce you as a uh, film historian. Thank you. So, that's yes. my dream to be introduced as that. Carmen has all the expertise on film, just like across the board. Uh, when she was at DePaul getting her, what, second master's? or uh, My first and only master's in digital media. Yeah, uh, I was in a couple of her films, so that was really fun. True, mm. yes. Uh, and, you know. You were called out as not straight enough to play a straight person by. True. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> my uh, professor. I thought that was rude, but whatever. Hey, you know what? I'm not trying to play straight people. There was not I... even dialogue. There was not even dialogue in this. No, he just no, was like, you... this is not believable as a no, straight person. Can't. I was like, whoa. It, it, he just. Um, <laughs> my favorite thing is watching Patrick do an impression of a straight person. Yeah, you that's my favorite. Hey, uh, what's up? Hey, <laughs> hey, prof. Oh, so he just hey, hey, prof. Does uh, the fonts. Yeah. Okay. okay. Pretty much. But, you know, the and, straight man. and I'm not trying to play a straight man. Guys. I just want to be the gay best friend in any movie. So yeah, no, if anybody knows true. anybody, let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I was in a couple of Carmen's films and that was really fun. Calling them films is a stretch, but thank you. Yeah. And if you do any films and you need a gay best friend, you know, let me know. I will write a part for you. They definitely don't make these on film. Like, they don't film these. They don't, f- there's no film. Oh, these Lifetime film? Oh, absolutely. Or no. Hallmark? I mean, yeah, yeah calling no. it a film is also a stretch. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's yes. ridiculous. But today we are talking about Enchanted Christmas, Ooh. starring Alexa Penvega and Carlos Penvega, and they're a real life married couple. Yes, and they're. I can curse, right? Their Absolutely. Fucking last name is a hybrid last name. I was so I angry know. when I saw that. What? Yeah, so they hybrid their last name. So her last name is Vega and his last name's Pen. Pena. 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 Uh, but they took out the Enya and they just put Pen Vega. So oh, I thought it was Pena Vega, but oh. it could be Pen Vega. Either way, I hate it. I hated that. And Vega. Yeah, and kind of hate them. Like midway through the movie, I was like, let me look them up. And then I was like, wait, they're married. Wait, they have a hybrid made up last name. I do not like them. I did like him more than her, though. But He's that's just cute. because the character, like her character was insufferable. And Drew, mm-hmm. you might recognize her from, uh, I think she was Lava Girl. Oh. Really? And Shark Boy and Lava mm-hmm. Girl. Oh. Um, never seen it. Yeah. And no, she I, was, I've totally seen that. She's yeah. uh, friends with Nikki Reed from 13. 
Oh, okay. The movie? Yeah. About uh, teenagers? Right. They're like bad 13-year-olds. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't know if she was in that, but she... And there was another thing that she was in. I always used to get her confused with the girl from uh, Arrested Development. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. They kind of lo- they kind of oh, like look the yeah. same or they came up at the same time. Mm-hmm. So they... I, confuse them anyways so um this movie doesn't really have much to it um and honestly like okay so there's laura is played by alexa pinvega and she's an interior designer and widow and single mother Oh, or I Widow missed with? the first Perfect. five to ten minutes. Then you missed all the exposition. So I didn't get the widow part, <laughs> just that she was a single mother with a, well, I guess she was dating her coworker, which is dumb, but yeah. why do you, why are you doing that? Her coworker he who, was terrible who looked like Spencer Pratt. Her coworker. Mm-hmm. Those are two, that doesn't make sense. No. Um, and so she like gets a job back in Utah where she's from. And she has to redesign the Enchanted Lodge uh, for the in time for the Christmas show. And she used to dance there uh, when she was younger, but then she moved away to L.A., I guess. L.A.? Yes. yes. So this is a trope with these movies, right? Because I listened to like a couple of your other episodes, yeah. and it's like, Someone who does one job, but their real calling is to be this oh, yeah. other thing. Absolutely, yes, for yeah. sure. Okay. Although uh, I am, I've, I have been pouring it up for ones that actually like, at least give me the trope. Yeah. Right. The ones, the ones that miss obvious tropes drive me nuts because you're like, just give me the thing, okay. even if it's a stupid trope. Like, at least give me that. And what's hap- Like, yeah. what's happening without these tropes? Nothing, which is what we found yes. in the in the past few ones. Um, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, this one kind of falls into that, even with the tropes. So, yes. um, she goes to Utah. She has her dad there. He makes tamales. Yeah. Uh, you know why not? Why not? And you're the, Mexican. He's Mexican. You you're going to make a tamale. He's happened. Mexican, and he makes tamales for Christmas. So I'm glad he didn't have a really thick accent because when I saw that they were going to be Hispanic, I was like, oh no! Like oh, you know, the dad yeah. is going to have like this. Well, his, super thick accent. His last name is Montoya, and all, all the whole time I'm like, "Really, Montoya is oh, what well, we went with here." Archuleta for Ricardo. Oh yeah, David Archuleta. He was on American Idol. You probably don't know that, Drew. No. Uh, but yeah, so like you know, just this is Hallmark's first attempt at like having people of color in like a leading role. So, good, well, good for them. I get. I mean, yes, it's true. But again, it's like they chose these light people of color which is fine yeah and on the poster they're like they very photoshopped to be much whiter than they yeah. actually are no when i looked at the poster i was like wait i thought that there were people of color and then oh i guess they look you don't okay. you just you don't want to scare no. the white the white ladies <laughs> you don't want to scare them white ladies hallmark doesn't they aren't scared they're ready for this and a christmas movie i mean you the fact that they did not have one black christmas movie those are like the best. They are a the black best. Christmas movie. So soul, soul food. Yeah. Well, I haven't. I mean, now that I'm thinking of it, I don't think I've seen one. But it sounds like I would watch a black Wait, Christmas movie. You haven't seen soul food. No. It takes place at like Thanksgiving Christmas time. I'm a film historian, but I. <laughs> All right. Well, we're watching. We're watching. A lot of we're watching soul food. <laughs> just because uh, she's a film historian does not mean she's seen every single. I haven't film seen ever. Waiting to Exhale either, but like that's on my list. I need to see it. All right. We'll, we'll do a double feature. Okay. Uh, and then I just have to say, when you exhale, yeah, soundtrack yeah, is still yeah. great. Yeah, great. Go soundtrack. back, listen to it. Still, still fire. <laughs> Did you know Whitney Houston was supposedly a lesbian? Supposedly, like 
in that movie or Just in, in real life? life? Okay. Yeah. I it came up on like one of you know those like terrible trash websites <laughs> and there was like people who you didn't know were gay and I was like I never even heard that. So it must not be true. I don't I want to spread just, rumors. You could just make it up, I guess. Sure, yeah. I mean, she's not alive anymore. She can't say it. Gay. No. Gay. You dead? You gay. You dead? That means you gay. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, so yeah, back to the movie. That doesn't really matter. Uh, I, <laughs> no. No, like, I'm not kidding, guys. Nothing happens in this movie. This is just an example for um, Alexa Penvega and Carlos Penvega. Carlos Menvega, right? Uh, to show off their Dancing with the Stars skills because they oh, were Oh, is that on, where they're from? That they would were, make sense. They're both like child actors who Do then did... Do you think they did, sing? Because maybe. there kept being songs playing that were duets and I was like, I bet they fucking sang this shit. Like, they were they so should. dumb and I was like, I bet they sang these damn songs too. Like, oh. what the hell? Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, so they were on Dancing with the Stars in 2015 um, and she came in six. So all, all the, like, you know mom age people is that wa- where they met uh i don't know where they met they before when they were on dancing with stars they were already a couple oh. i think they met like at some stupid premiere or something oops hit my mic um but yeah so so they were just like in this movie to show off their dancing skills which they did and be not white and but be look not white, white but be not white exactly yes um so props to hallmark for that but i mean this they couldn't have picked like a more boring movie to in f- like not it was it was like that the tamales like there were minor references to them being latino but then like you know it wasn't really touched on at all or like showing no, like the heritage of like been white being people in Mexican. the movie yeah which i mean i guess again i'm happy they didn't just like go super stereotypical but they went the other direction of just like well, yeah, these people are col- like we got color in there. Like I have a black best friend, right? Like that's what they did basically with yes. this movie. Well, and and so that brings me to the the larger topic at large of like the tokenizing of of minorities in these movies. Oh, we're so already going to that because I have some there. more notes. Oh, well, we can go through the notes, but like, like basically, what happens in the movie yeah, is like we didn't they... even talk about Aunt Claudia. Oh yeah, she's the Claudia? same age as them, or yes. not much older. <laughs> I kept trying to Google her age. Like this woman, how is that his aunt? Yeah, because they're like uh, late twenties, and she's like maybe thirty-four, thirty-five. That was weird. Um, and there's also like the the dancer girl who's like, oh yeah, Taylor, going to Europe, and she's like too good for it. So then that's what brings them together to be dancing. It was so bad. Like the plot points of them, like oh my god, it was so bad. Very bad, and like. Uh, the the like they're meet cute when like oh my god I oh just... <laughs> yeah they're like remodeling so Drew they're like remodeling the place and they're like walking through and then like they like go through a, a sheath of plastic and then they're there <laughs> no it's like he's there because they have to meet the person who's remodeling the lodge like so they can figure out like how they're gonna dance there and then she's there to meet the dancers of course both none of the like neither of them know that like they're meeting about to meet each other. But we know it's but terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, the Scott guy or the, the Scott is the worst. He takes all the credit for the design once the design happens. So he's like, I did it and I really turned it around. Uh, and Laura didn't really do anything before I got there. So he gets a promotion to go to another place. So he's the villain. Is he a villain? Yeah, he's, villains. He's I like guess Spencer so, Pratt. but he doesn't even come in until like an hour into mm-hmm. the movie. So mm-hmm. like the first hour is just 
So you don't know the Laura <laughs> being the worst. Like in my notes, I have Laura is the worst. And then further down, it's like, oh, never mind. Scott is the worst. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and he takes all the credit and she's like, how could you do this? Like, what the hell? Like, I did all the work. And, and they're dating. Yeah. It's fucked up. It is. It is. Uh, so then like she makes a wish in a fountain and Carlos makes a wish in a fountain and Mr. Montoya makes a wish in the fountain. Oh, I must have tuned out for that part. He did? Yeah. They what all, did he they wish all, for? I don't know because nothing happened. Nothing. Because they, they both said their wishes. Her oh, wish. Did. You, oh, did you miss this? Because her wish was. She, was it for her well, daughter she to said be it, happy? Yeah, she said it was for her daughter to be happy. But then later she's like, I wished for you to be happy, Ricardo. I'm like, that's some bullshit. No, you did not. I heard your wishes, and that was not one of them. Also, why are these people obsessed with Christmas wishes? Well, Christmas is when you wish for things. Like They're like, what's, <laughs> so what's your Christmas wish? That's just like a casual fucking conversation. I've never asked anyone, I'd like a new, what is your a, Christmas wish? A new wish? laptop? That's my Christmas wish. A new laptop. Dad, a new laptop. Yeah. That's what I would say. That Granted, son. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they make the they make a wish in a fountain, and then they do the dance at the end. I mean, really, nothing happens. Yeah. So oh, his no, wish. So was the that. wishes don't like. They all the come f- true. They all come true because I guess. his wish was that she would fall in love with him. Oh yeah, after they dance because they have not like really done anything. They like come together in the last. Sorry. They come together in the last minute of the movie where they're like dancing, mm-hmm. and then she's like, "I love you." Yes. Out of nowhere. And then he's like, that was my wish. Oh, my God. And if we all have seen the craft, you never wish for someone to love you because then no, they will become obsessed with you. Horrible. Yeah. Bad idea. Bad, bad, bad. bad. wishes. Don't wishes wish for always that. come back at you. Uh, so, yes. yeah. that's really all that happens. There's that's like a daughter. I did like the reindeer dance. Like, that was the best part of the movie. Oh, my when God. When the little kids danced. I yes. was like, that's a pretty cute, like, that's a good dance. They had little glow sticks, Drew. They had reindeer antlers on. There was break dancing, though, and that was, oh, that was not cool. White I did people, not like when well, white people break random dancing. break dancing happened. So, kids dancing. To sum it up, like, the final freeze frame was their kiss, but, like, it was emotion. Uh, it looked like it freeze framed before it freeze framed because they go in and kiss and they don't move their faces at all. Yeah. Like these people are married. What? The, <laughs> this was the most unromantic kiss I've ever seen. It was very chaste because it's on Hallmark proper. So you can't have any, any like you passion. Yeah. You can't like get, you can't dig into that. Even mm-hmm. if you have the passionate Latinos, like, and they have, mm-hmm. they previously dated. So it shouldn't be a really good kiss. Yeah. But it wasn't. Like mm-hmm. they were basically like soulmates. Coming together, but okay. So, um, before or no, yeah, let's do our let's do our ratings. I think it's very clear what what we have decided. Um, so, Carmen, on the podcast, you can either put a cork in it, which means you're not about it. Yes, I'm gonna. <laughs> I choose that it. one. Yeah, or <laughs> pour it up. Um, so, which one will you choose? Uh, cork. Put a cork in it. Cork yes, that I am shit up. also putting a cork in it for sure. And blind, blind, I'm putting a cork in it too. Based on what you guys have talked about, it, you convinced me that it needs a cork in it. And it's really sad because uh, you know I I wanted to like the Latino movie. Mm, I mean, sure. I mean, in theory, I did, but it there was no hope for it. As soon as I saw the poster and read the plot, there was no hope for it. And it wasn't like a like like a lit like any one of any any latin person fucking no like directed it or write it no 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 i mean i didn't look into who wrote it like to make sure that they were latino but 
I'm it's the 99 percent sure it's not it's true. like one dude that writes all of them and he write he wrote all of them a month ago it, like they did mention La- so? Lantanetta, Lantanetta's, Lantanetta's, how do you? Luminarios. Luminarios. Yeah. Yeah, Luminarios. I had a note on that. Those look dangerous. Yeah, it's like paper bags with, with candles in them. With a candle in it. And it's... the kids setting those up, I'm just like, is something going to happen? It's kind of like in film, they're like, if you show a gun, like, in act one, by act three, I was like, oh, these Luminarios are going to come back. No, they did not. They didn't. That would have um, been exciting. But that was another example of, like, Someone trying to, I mean, I've never done a Luminario no. uh, in, in my Ecuador heritage. So uh, <laughs> well, I'm, maybe it's a Mexican thing and I'm not trying to, you know, I'm also, I'm half Puerto Rican. So yeah. also I've never experienced, but we cannot speak to Mexican culture. No, that's true. So, so we don't know, but uh, you know, I am going to Ecuador for Christmas this year. So I will let you guys know if Luminarios happen. Yeah, I want to know. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so this is the first instance of a non-white uh, romantic lead uh, at Hallmark that I could find for the countdown for Christmas ever, uh, ever. Oh my uh, god! And we were talking in a previous episode that uh, the movies have been in existence since like two thousand one. Oh um, the only other movie I could find that had people of color in a in a leading role, not like a best friend, not like a, t- a tokenization, would be The Waltons Go to Birmingham in twenty thirteen. No clue what that movie is. It's not a Christmas movie. Is it about like the Waltons from the TV show? The like Waltons? moving on up type of thing? No. Uh, that's a There's like a 70s TV show that's like Little House on the Prairie, but it's called The Waltons. Is it set in like the 50s? Mm. No, I think this, it's this was like set 50s, in like 60s older time. time. No, so then yeah. something totally unrelated. But yeah, that's the last time that there was something there. Um, so I also checked, I was like very curious. So I was like doing a lot of research for this, um, because I'm like, you know, how do they get these people? Like, how do they choose? So Alexa Penvega is half Colombian. Carlos is part Venezuelan, part Dominican. Um, and then they, I found an article from the wall street journal that is kind of talking about diversity and the topic comes up. It's been coming up since like 2013 of like bloggers and people like calling out Hallmark, like, you know, you're like whitewashing, whatever. <laughs> uh, they're whitewashing Christmas, basically. Yeah, they're whitewashing white people. Like they're not. They're whitewashing even white people. Yes, that's true. So, um, I have a quote from Michelle Vacari, um, and she is the vice president of programming at Hallmark. Uh, this is uh, the a very recent quote. There's also a very similar quote from last year about how they were going to try to step it up this year. Um, So her quote is, um, we're working on it. We're doing everything we can to create the best cast for each movie. Also looking at diversity as part of our strategy. That's a strategy. Uh, We're working on it, guys. Yeah, we're working on it. sorry. It's just, you know. It's really hard to find people of color to be on Hallmark Channel, which I believe. I believe that. Because who wants to be on that channel? A lot of people. There's so many movies. Okay, I would disagree with that. I think there's a ton of people who would absolutely be actors in it okay yeah i what i what they're having a problem with is their demographic the people who fucking watch this shit are th- the whitest okay human but beings they, alive and they get scared they'll be like well ooh, i don't understand this but even no. if they did the same thing they did with this movie where just write the movie like they would for any white person and just, just put and a person of color in it. it but they but okay. gabrielle, gabrielle like, they're union, not asking for gabrielle a Kwanzaa union. movie 
Like, no, I, no, I yeah. guarantee you. Christmas movie. I guarantee you, though, that's that's why they could do that. They could just straight up just cast it, anyone but, in it. But they they their their fucking thing is they're the most people who watch this are the same ones who watch the fucking uh, what's that. God damn it. What is it? I always oh forget my God. the name of that. <laughs> Joe, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. But it's the same people. It's the yeah, same people. But what I'm saying is they like. They could at least try. Lifetime is doing a movie with. Um, oh, my God. I'm blanking on who it is right now. But they're, she, they're doing an, a, a series with like a black lead, romantic lead. And then uh, like a white guy like. Lifetime's been doing Ooh, it for a long time. interracial though? Yeah, okay. and they did They did Christina... See, that I would definitely not expect Hallmark to no. ever do, so... Christina Milian's been in a bunch of them on Lifetime. Like, okay. it is possible, and, like, I know that people of color watch Hallmark movies because, like, I see them on uh, our, like, Instagram, and, like, you know, people are, are down for that. Uh, Hallmark's response of, like, what they're doing to, like, include people of color is uh, Holly Robinson's Pete and her husband and family are going to be on a reality show on Hallmark. Um, which I'm like, that doesn't count. I'm like, uh, no. okay. Like that's not, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. It, it's just so strange and it keeps coming up all the time. Uh, and it like Michelle, Vicari, whoever you are, uh, you know, you need to fucking step it up and like get a better strategy than we're trying harder. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, not you're not trying at all if you literally cannot put two I people wonder of if color. Maybe they just don't know actually who's watching it because they only have they they're only on cable. If they actually like streamed shit, yeah, then they would actually know the demographic about who's actually watching. I mean, it's stuff. millions of people. They're not all white people. No, exactly. I, mean, okay. I don't. I know. That's what I mean. I'm like they don't know what who's watching these things. But and even if their main demographic is white people, I feel like most white people would still watch the movie if it was just people of color put in these like cookie cutter roles. Like, yes, for sure. Not many. I mean, I would hope that not many white people would be like, well, black people and turn it off. Like, I mean, some people might and I'm sure some people would, but But a lot would just watch the movie. But you're right. That would be such a like a small. I feel like maybe it's Hallmark just being like, well, we just don't know if they put Holly Robinson, Pete in a Christmas movie. I'm all about that. Hang with Mr. Cooper? Yes. Yes, yeah. but you're not like a white stay-at-home mom. They're not worried about you. They know you That is my dream, would watch though. It. I, I, you know what my Christmas wish is? To be a white <laughs> stay-at-home mom. Son, granted. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> um, great. Anything else to say about this topic? Okay. Um, before we go, I have a fun segment today. Um... Carmen and I go way, way back. Way back. All the way back to high school. Um, and Carmen uh, is a woman of many talents, uh, including uh, a band called the Pocket Rockets. So I brought my favorite song of the Pocket Rockets to play for you guys, uh, since I didn't bring any clips for this movie that was all about dancing. Uh, so I'm going to play <laughs> a, a, a song. It's called Song for Giraffe Boy. Uh, and here is the song.
Yes. Song for Giraffe Boy. Love That's that song. That's about someone we both know. We both know and love. Probably. Oh. oh, okay. You said loved. I was like, I do not love this person. No, it was a, a contentious uh, <laughs> thing in our friendship. We, we will uh, not say the name. A hurdle we had to get over. Uh, but Not but, really. No, it, it was more comical for oh, us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I was bitter about it, but I wasn't like, oh, bad. I thought you were going to go to the other way. It was like, not, not like a hurdle, but like we... Fought yeah. each other with we our did. fists. We did. We fought each other with our fists. Uh, that's the half Latino in us. Yes. A uh, little feisty. Mm-hmm. But no, like this dude like really was like on the football team. And yes. he like we was went to in all the plays. It's yeah, we went to perform, performing arts uh, high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like this guy was just like in all the shit and like so dumb. Uh, but really cute though. So gorgeous. Like very, very hot. Uh, we're talking about like a 16 year old boy right oh my god i mean it's not <laughs> but we but were, we were also, 16 yes, yeah that's saying. fine right I'm, now we're like i'm sure so now hot. he's very handsome sure uh probably no, he's, not. he's probably a f- i hope he's bald i can't wait for our 20 year reunion he's got to be at the 20 year reunion because we did the 10 year reunion together yeah we're yeah. not even in the same class but we just did a joint reunion yeah <laughs> Uh, and it was amazing. Anyway, so we both had a crush on this guy. Yeah, you know he's like, a, you know, in high school we would just assume he was a straight guy. But guess who actually ended up hooking up with him? It wasn't me, Carmen. No, it wasn't me, oh, Carmen. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. It was um, Patrick. Yeah, and then we were roommates in college for a bit, and uh, <laughs> it got real weird. So, so uh, that ended. Nice. And then he got married, and That's married has a baby. Worked at a theme park, a very famous theme park that you guys might have heard of in Florida. Y- Yogi Bear. Yogi, Yogi what, Bear Plaza. What are yes, those? Yeah, yes. the Hanna Barbera. Mm-hmm. Hanna Barbera world. Mm-hmm. Hanna Barbera world. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 Um. So, guys, that wraps up our conversation about Enchanted Christmas. And uh, you know, Carmen, where can we find you on social media? Um, my Instagram is mostly my cat. Like, honestly, at this point, mostly my cat. It's People Rolling Moon. R O L L I N G Moon. True. Mostly my cat. Where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram or Twitter, both at uh, Drew, but with pants. Yes. And um, thank you both for being here. Thank uh, you, Patrick. Yeah, thank yes. you. Loved it. I love podcasts, and this is my first one, so thank you Hooray. for having yeah, me welcome. on. Did a great job. They're not scary, especially when you have wine. Um, mm-hmm. So thank you, listeners, for checking back in with Lifetime in Court. We watch these movies so you don't have to. But if you do, we'd love to hear from you. You can follow me on social media at Patrick Miguel or the podcast at Lifetime in Court. And visit our website, LifetimeOnCourt.com. Or drunk dial us and share your thoughts about a movie or suggest a movie to talk about. Mm-hmm. That number is 827-267-4117. Don't forget. Please don't Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. We have 12 re- 12 reviews and likes or, or stars or whatever. So That's more than I have. Get on that. Yeah. Uh it really helps get more eyes on on us. Our SEO is not that great cuz my my podcast is called Lifetime on Court and I'm talking about homework movies yeah, right now. It's confusing. It is confusing, but guys, I I, I said Lifetime in Court because Lifetime is like the epitome of a TV movie. You can get big and then you can rebrand. Well, eventually, you'll have your following. Eventually, I'm going to talk about Lifetime movies, but in a different, like this season's about Hallmark Christmas movies, but I'm going to get into Bring like. Bring me back for a good Lifetime crime movie. Please, yeah. True, I love yeah. true 
true crime. True crime. I would do a whole season on true crime lifetime, lifetime movies. Murder. Or blood curdle. Yes. Or cheerleader murder movies or baby snatching movies. There's endless possibilities for multiple seasons, but the epitome of the seasons will be the Hallmark Countdown to Christmas mm-hmm. is, the, is our Super Bowl. Thanks for joining us. Uh, okay. Bye. 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 Bye.